0: You know that I mean that's like hey, like the and it's like they're not supposed to be there, and it's like those girls walking in on Bad Girls Club, and they're like, Hey. Oh, actually, I'm gonna find it and play it. Hold on. Hey. Hey! How y'all
1: doing? <laughs>
0: like, that's me, because I haven't done an episode since July. So that's how I feel. Hey, how y'all doing? I was wrong. It's actually Little Women Atlanta, not Bad Girls Club. So I haven't really felt inspired in a long time uh, to do to come back on and say anything or do anything um, for a lot of different reasons. And also because I was just in the mood to take a break. Oh, wait, I wanted to play something. And plus, when you go away a little bit, sometimes
2: you learn a new stroke, you know, it's like you cut, you lop your right arm off to, to learn how to write with your left, and then you sew the right arm back on when you've learned, and then you go,
0: hey, check it out,
2: you know, <laughs> and then you can come back. Still, you can do the old stuff, but the new stuff is there too, you know.
0: That was Jim Carrey just sort of explaining it better than I ever could. Um, but uh, all right, so this next episode today, this one that we're in actually right now. Is is a couple voice memos going back and forth between my friend and I. I don't know if she's gonna want to be anonymous or not. So I'll say her name in case, and then I'm gonna send her the episode and she'll tell me. Um, but her name is Jamie, and we were just talking back and forth. We'll send voice memos, you know. And then I was like, took a moment. And I was like, this is exactly what I want to put in the world right now. It's this exact conversation? So a couple things I want to say before we um play it is um number one for some reason (laughs) all my audio i don't know something's going on with my phone that when i record these i sound like i'm underground and or like underwater in some kind of cave so sorry and if you're like a audio head and you really need it to sound good this is definitely not the episode for you but if you don't care about that and you're looking for some raw real deal voice memos it's not like we knew we were making an episode by the way just i once it was done i was like this is exactly what i want to say right now in life um, so anyway, all mine sound like shit, Her sound clear, and then, what was the second thing I wanted to say? Oh, there's some names bleeped out, and, um, I think that's really it, so, I love you, enjoy. I hope this, um, you know, what I hope is that, what is it? I'm trying to think. I hope that this, uh, speaks to who it needs to speak to, and- that you can share it with someone else that needs to hear it and I also want to say that if you don't if you're not an artist you might think Jamie and I especially me honestly I listen back to this I'm like I can't believe how I talk when I'm really relaxed and I feel like safe it's just I say things like following the glitter and I use a cowboy analogy like it's it's really how I talk when I'm really um relaxed it's like stoner talking but both of us are not stoned all right Enjoy, bye. So, today I had this thought about, like, getting my guitar from upstairs and, like, playing around with some of my music, and I was, like, writing ideas down for scenes, for things that I never follow through with, but I always have all these ideas. And I kind of just, like, literally put everything down and was like, I just think about how things will be perceived, always. I get the first idea and then I immediately think about how it will be perceived, good or bad, and then I don't do it. And I try to think back and objectively like zoom out and look at myself of all these years from all the music I made to like comic strips and like pink acts or anything like any endeavor And I'm like, what did I wanna say? What is the real true thread of actual open-hearted, non-ego creativity that is the glitter that's like guiding me through? Because I really feel like being perceived, like I was thinking about being little and like I remember being like really celebrated by some people for things and then other people like in my home, like my grandma, were so harsh And it's like, once you start being perceived, it's really like guides you or guided me. And I think it will be really, really amazing exercise to do things without thinking about them being perceived until I try to go back to when that was really pure and not affected yet. It's like so, it would be so fun.
1: Wow, it's so funny the timing of that voice message because I was literally sitting at my piano playing with this chord progression that I've been playing with the past couple of days, singing this melody that I've been singing the past couple of days over it and adding words, like been working on adding lyrics to it the past couple of days. And I consistently have this thing come up where I'm like, I'm corny, it's corny, it sounds corny, it's not interesting enough, or like that somehow, like when I go to like show it to Brody, that it will not, it'll fall short or it won't, it'll be like weird or dumb, like that I'm dumb and it's dumb and it's like not good and it makes people uncomfortable. And like it totally comes from a like, yeah, like a lack of self trust and like the things that like just the ways people reacted as a kid when we expressed ourselves and it just like ah, yeah like I even I I just like I was thinking about it the other day too because I was like I before I got tinnitus I was like writing songs all the time and when I lived back in Silver Lake and stuff and then when I got tinnitus it was like the perfect excuse to stop and in some ways like it got me out of That feeling that like really uncomfortable feeling and so I was like I'm just gonna I like I have to commit to finishing this song like just commit to this chord progression in this key do this song and like just like finish the song and then like I saw this thing that was like when you start to judge your art in the midst of inspiration it cuts off inspiration like let the inspiration flow do the thing and then go back and edit with like a with a more you know, focused eye or whatever. And I was like, damn, that's true. But yeah, we need to let ourselves be free. I saw this quote. It was Kim Gordon. And she said something along the lines of, like, people pay good money to watch people believe in themselves. And it's, like, so true because the only thing that, like, quote unquote successful people who like make it in, I guess the entertainment industry, or like really any in, any industry, but specifically like in the public eye have, is that they just like, they're just like, I don't know, that's just the thing I did. Like, that's my thing and it, I did it. And it's like they don't really like give a shit about what how anybody perceives it. Like I'm sure they want it to be like accepted, but they don't doubt and question its validity and like, I feel like I, when I first started doing music with Brody like three years ago, at the beginning of COVID, I didn't know any better. So I was just like, this is the thing that I made up. This is my thing, like this is the thing. And it, it would be like, like, a, like a simple little song and I wouldn't, I didn't have like enough knowledge to know that like, oh, I'm writing things that are very square, that I have like, that are, you know, like have um, my motifs are simple or whatever, like bullshit. But like, the more I knew, the more I became like, oh it's not, like I'm not doing anything special enough, it's not this enough, it's not that. And like, when I was so like a child at the very beginning, I was like just so free to like, I was just like expressing myself, (laughs) like it was so easy. And I, now I have more skills, but like I've lost a little bit of that like magic, like where the inspiration just like floods, flows down through you, and I'm trying to like get it back.
3: Yeah, everything that you're saying, I really resonate with and it's like, you follow your open heart, you follow your creativity or your desire, you follow your love of film and aesthetic and artists and the way they talk and the way they are. I and mean, then you find yourself at SVA, You find yourself at places like beggars. You find yourself working for someone like <laughs> You find yourself around entrepreneurs and, and open, and, you know, like that guy like free free thinkers and things. Like, you. of course, you magnetize them because you are one of them. But then it's almost like it's like cowboys and they're all riding and then, also for myself, but it's like at some point I was just like, I was like, I can't ride because when I fall, I didn't feel getting up that I was able able to continue on because I felt self-conscious of my journey and my way and stopped following the pure instinct and instead in you know, you naturally magnetize and you're around these people, but I'll speak for myself, I feel like it's hinted and sometimes being around artists can close you off instead of opening you up. It's really not their fault though. It's your own idolizing of a successful artist or someone like Brody that you do consider a genius you know it's like so are you but that's something that that person's not even doing that's something that we're doing that we close off when we're around other artists It's just really interesting yeah so
1: it's so funny because when mom was really ill before she died she was like really sick like I had a heart to heart in his kitchen, and we were just talking. Like I started crying, and I was like, I really, you know, it brings up a lot for me about my parents and their and how much longer they have, and you know, I really want them to see me successful before they die. And he was like, What do you, what do you mean successful? Like, what? I mean, you're really good at your job. And I was like, Yeah, um, I have like dreams, and I'm a creative person, and I want to be able to like live by that. And he was just kind of, like, surprised, which is, like, so triggering, so annoying. And the thing is, we have to literally say, like, fuck everybody. Nobody, like, it's not about, like, he doesn't see me, big fucking deal. Like, he sees some parts of me, and he's very loving in, like, so many ways. But, like, he's not going to know every part of me. And he's not, no one's going to believe in me the way that, like, I have to believe in me. Like, no one is going to do it for me. Like... Like, Brody and I made a deal where, like, no more sending, like, unfinished songs to people because, like, you're never going to get the response that, like, no one's more excited about it than us. Like, they're not going to get it. Like, you have to be, like, the number one cheerleader going crazy for yourself. (laughs) Like, it's uh, those other artists, like, yeah, they can, like, you'll shut down if you expect any validation from them at all. Like, I was, like, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, and we were, like, basically, like, the new theory that we have is, like, if society has validated you, then, like, that's an indicator of, like, how we should not behave because society is sick. So fuck all that. Fuck all them. We just have to, like, I don't know. You know.
3: And I see it with comedians, too, because, like, there's, like, a Nick Cole, and then there's a Reggie, and then there's, like, an Amy Schumer, and then there's, a, there's like, you know, a freaking Chappelle on a Seinfeld, and a, there's a million, right? And they, like you said, they just have to be someone who's, like, this is the thing I made, you know? But it's, like, some people, like me, get lost in the sauce, sauce of who hmm? did... It's, like, I feel like, like I... I feel like a critic, but like I see, I zoomed out too much, and I looked at all these archetypes with such interest, but I, I wasn't interested in myself, genuinely, I was interested in my archetype, and my place in it all. And I wasn't really valuing what I was really called here to say and do. I was valuing what it was being looked at as and who, what, all was everyone all doing, like with genuine interest, but also turning that on myself like I was an agent or a casting agent or something, but I'm not. I'm, I'm an I'm, I'm a artist. Don't you know what I mean? Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: Literally, I had, like, a breakthrough last year when I read Letting Go. I don't know if you've, like, heard of it. It's, like, this, like, I think it's, like, I don't know if it's old, but it's kind of, like, one of those standards. But it's, like, amazing. And it was talking about glamour. And I had to confront myself and be, like, oh, like, if becoming an artist isn't, like, if you don't get glamour out of it, if you, would like, if you explore your motivation and you're willing to be, like, glamour is actually a dark-sided thing <laughs> and like if I'm letting go of glamour and like all of that validation and stuff that comes with it do I still want to be an artist and yeah like distilling it all down to who am I and what do I want to express what am, what am I here to overcome and and like what's my story that's what's like important for us to express as artists like and when you stop looking at yourself, like object, it's self-objectification is like what it is. It's like trying to get stuff, something out of making yourself into like that archetype, like you said.
3: Yes. And when we objectify ourselves, it's so natural. It's literally how we survive. Like it's how we bond and stay in the tribe and get to the next rung and get the money that we need to eat literally and have a roof over our heads so like it's so understandable but then you get there or like you know what I see in me and you both too is that we're both really artistic You, you know even when we're not creating we are we are two art girls we are art spirits you know, me and Teva always say this, it's just like some the way you are, it's the way you talk and the way you freaking are, you know? You're an art spirit. And it's like you can't blame yourself for wanting to survive. But I think that what you and I, what I see in you and me is that we didn't sell our souls, quote unquote, like or become people we didn't want to be in the process but maybe we stepped back a bit and got scared which is so normal and natural like when you're riding these crazy waves and it is an honor to have the epiphany that it was here all along and i know it's going to be a constant reminder it's not like you remember these things, it's the funny thing about them, it's constant, they call it built-in forgetters, and I wake up with, 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 forget it all, but, yeah, it's, it's, actually, like, literally so moving to have a friend and to have people in your life who also are where you are, maybe although we're not exactly the same, I just mean in the way of, like, you know, yeah, Just like how there's people that are the same that are really successful, there's also people that can be the same that are successful in this epiphany at the same time.
0: I just think that's really cool. And then she sent me a Marianne Williamson TikTok. You'll have to excuse the music. Just listen to the message.
2: There is a higher spiritual consciousness than manifesting our own dreams. Hitler manifested his own dreams. The idea that somehow the spiritual mountaintop is figuring out what you want and manifesting your own dreams is not the spiritual mountaintop. It's magic, but there's a difference between magic and miracles. Magic is where you basically use God as your errand boy. Ooh, I've decided that through, through, I can use metaphysical principle and I can use it to get what I want. This is not freedom, this has been co-opted to the max. Miracles is not where you use God as your errand boy and you figured out mental and metaphysical principles to get what you want That's magic magic can be white magic can be black magic can be of the light magic can be of the dark But often when magic is of the darkness It poses as of the light because darkness knows as long as you're so about yourself then everything will be okay The highest spiritual mountaintop is a path of surrender it is a path of the miraculous. It is a path not where we use spiritual, metaphysical principles to get what we want, but where we make ourselves available to spiritual principle to use us for what it wants. To use us for what it wants. Where we wake up in the morning and we don't figure out what we want. You know, words like intention are great, but it's been so co-opted. Hitler had an intention. This, and so this Dan
1: Williamson thing, like, really slaps for me because, you know, Brody and I were talking a couple weeks ago and we were like, you know, life is not once you get the screenplay done or made or once you have the album done or made and then you get to think, like, life does not start then, life is now. It's happening now. And it's, like, the biggest thing that we can do is, like, have, this is, like, the cliche, but, like, have open-hearted presence with each other and, like, be with, the people in our lives now, like it's now, it's not like they're not, we're not like waiting for it to happen. It's not going to like be that different when you get the stuff you want, like you're going to have to like still be here all the time and be the kind of person you want to be. And you can do that like right now. And it's actually the, the higher purpose, like the bigger thing, like,
3: you know,